Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome to the Gentleman's Lounge. It's the 10th episode. There. We have today your host, who typically, I guess, I'm a little bit in the sidelines, but I'm actually going to go ahead and lead you over today. Uh, I am the uh, one that everyone loves to hate, the leader of the interstellar football gods, Christian Threat. Go ahead and bow down. Mm-hmm. Then we have with us our co-host here, who typically leads us, but again, no, he, he's going to step back for today. Uh, we have the leader of the Yuba City Super Destroyers, Bronson Minos. Are you there? Oh, sorry. The, the fans around here are crazy. Anyways, all right. So and it seems like we also have here today, we have our guest. It is the, uh, Mr. Kingslayer, so to speak, Joe Wright, the leader of the Flying Fornicators. <laughs> that are is you correct. That? I'm here. I'm the Flying Fornication. Uh, if you don't know what it is, uh, Get a dictionary, you'll be fine. All right, I'm here. The legend has arrived. Well, welcome to the show. <laughs> All right, so I guess we'll uh, give a little recap and see uh, what we'll go over tonight. So uh, what we have scheduled, uh, we're going to go over see um, what, in my opinion, and also we're going to see you know, what he has opinion on it as well, uh, the top ten overall offensive players and as well defensive players that's going to be available within our Dynasty League. And that's, I mean, According to our league standards, IDP, so on and so forth. Also, we have a few things uh, let's see here. going to be going over. It's uh, hashtag where in time is JVC? Where is he at? Where is he at, guys? We need to post that on Facebook. Bronson, you got it up? Uh, uh, yeah. All right. Okay. We need to post that up. Where in time is JVC? He's been gone. No one's heard from him. Where does he travel to? That's something we need to hear about, guys. What are your thoughts? Um, well, I think that he's actually traveled to Westeros, and he's having to run for his life because everybody thinks he's Tywin, and they're trying to cut his head off. Fair enough, fair enough. Bronson, what do you say? Oh, uh, gee. Uh, where in time is Justin Von Uh... Hmm. Under his couch? Under his couch. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Indeed. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely been a mystery. I mean, at this time, it is honestly and obviously been shown that Stephen Casper, the leader of the Farragut Emperors, has gumped him. He, I mean, he has completely led him into the ground over this and put him in hiding. So we really need to find and see what happened. I mean, has he lost his mojo like Austin Powers? I mean, what, what's going to happen? And is that going to translate into the season? I mean, I, I'm going to tell you right now, at this rate, I think so. Yeah, I think it's going to translate. Um, at the same time, I think he's going to rise. But I think he's going to rise like a retarded phoenix. He's going to get halfway up and just nosedive right back to the ground. So he'll be back, but he's going to face plan after that. He'll be a roller coaster, right? Yeah. I agree. Oh, yeah. I agree. Sure. All right. So, all right. Uh, I guess uh, we'll go ahead and get down to business. We'll start off. Um, we'll start with offensive. Um, I'm going to start from the bottom. We'll go over some honorable mentions, in my opinion, and also ask you all as well and see your opinion on this as well. Uh, for the top ten offensive players going into 2016 for our Dynasty League IDP status. So, what I'm looking at on here, I, I listed the top 15 people I could think of. Because uh, I, I feel like that it, it's a pretty fair assessment to find that there's about 15 to 20 or so that set themselves apart. So, I really tried to get the top 15 I could find and then narrow it down to the top ten. And then I left five to be, you know, just honorable mentions. 
So with this being said, I have my honorable mentions. Uh, I have uh, David Johnson. Don't have him in my top ten quite yet, but he is someone, I mean, he scored 292 points last season. I mean, he's someone that had 18.3 average. Definitely someone that can run, catch, rack up points on every edge of the ball. He's someone that if he really goes at the rate that he was going at the last season, I mean, he averaged 28.62 points over his starting period. Definitely very, very strong. I mean, that's comparable to what Beyond Bell actually got hurt. What are your thoughts? Um, I agree. I think David Johnson's very good. Uh, I do have a little bit of different term on, on value. Uh, I mean, of course, he's value on himself, but you also got to consider, for me anyways, is value is, let's say he gets hurt, who are you going to replace him with? Um, for him, he's very good, but anybody who can who's able to stash Chris Johnson kind of has a, a backup plan for him. So I think he's very valuable. He is. He's He does everything. Like, he does everything really well. But he's a guy that you could plug someone in, I think, maybe like a Chris Johnson if you're able to hold him, and you would get very similar production out of the two. But, he is again, he is very valuable, and if anybody lost him, they're – I mean, it's going to be really hard to replace him unless you're able to hold on to Chris Johnson or something like that. Right, right. Bronson, what do you say about that? I agree. You agree. All right. So you you want to put him in your top ten? For all offensive players. That's a tough question. See. Um, Yeah, no. I don't think so. Okay. All right. Moving on. Uh, next one that I have on here, and I mean, again, it, it's kind of a tough list, but I put on here Russell Wilson, okay? He's definitely someone that he's a very, very good quarterback. He scored 460 points. Uh, he averaged 28.8 over the entire season. I mean, in his last season, or excuse me, last seven games, where he just turned it on, I mean, I guess he really was let by his coaches to actually go ahead and throw as much as possible. Over his last seven games, he averaged 39.9 points. So, I mean, that's 5.5 more than any other in the league by far, any other character, uh, including Antonio Brown. So, that's huge, absolutely. Do I think that's something that's going to carry into this season? Yet to be told, uh, but I do think that he is at least worthy of being in the conversation for, you know, maybe top 15, top 20, just not quite top 10. What do you say, Bronson? I agree. Okay. <laughs> no other words? You're kind of silent. Uh, I mean, you, you, you pretty much said it all there. I I, I don't really have anything to add to that. I mean, yeah, I agree. All right. What, what about you, Joe? What about you, Kingslayer? Uh, honestly, I think he's top ten. Um, because if he's, if he's not there, I actually looked up, like, I looked up a lot of different stuff when I was considering the top, you know, who the most valuable was, not only their team, but the fantasy. Um, they had a backup. Like, I've heard of a lot of players. They have backups that I've never even heard of. If Russell Wilson goes down, uh, their running game suffers, their receivers suffer, everybody on that team is just going to suffer if he goes down. So, um, and plus, he's an elite-level quarterback. You're not going to find somebody to replace him. I mean, he's he's a guy that's, going to be top five probably for the next five, ten years as long as he stays healthy. So, I mean, he's he's elite level. You're not going to be able to replace him. I think he's definitely top ten for me anyways. Okay. Okay. I mean, fair enough, fair enough. All right. So, we'll move on to the next one. I have on here uh, A.J. Green. Uh, definitely someone, again, I, I consider top 15, and I really came really close to putting him on top ten, honestly. But I, I think he was just really on the outskirts. Uh, he scored 348 points last season uh, with 21.8 on the average. Uh, and he definitely is just a part of what I would think is probably one of the most sensational quarterback wide receiver connections we've seen in a bit of time. I mean, he's definitely prolific. I mean, he's definitely very, very capable of putting up, you know, very strong numbers, top five numbers. And that's seen, you know, over and over again. And with the addition of Tyler Boyd on their offense as well, I mean, that's something that, I'm high on Tyler Boyd. I, I think that's really going to open it up for him and actually take off some pressure from A.J. Green, therefore going to allow even a bigger game than that. I just don't think he's top ten. All right, what do you say, Joe? Well, I'm going to actually disagree. I think he's top ten. And, again, that maybe not the way I'm valuing this a little bit differently. If you take – just as an example, if you take Andy Dalton out of that offense, A.J. McCarron comes in, 
A.J. Green still is going to be just as effective because they're going to get him the ball. If you take A.J. Green out of that offense, they're going to double Offert, and life's going to be just miserable for the rest of that team. Um, so I think you top in, I think value-wise, especially in a league like ours where we reward reception, they're going to have to lean on him more this season than they probably did in the last couple because they don't have, you know, Sanu and Marvin Jones. And as much as I like uh, Tyler Boyd, I mean, he's still going to be a rookie, so he's got right. big cues to fill. So I personally, I think he is top ten. Now, I understand you maybe not putting him there. You know, I mean, there's a lot of really good players that we're talking about. So I could kind of see that, but I personally, I think he's top ten. Okay. And also, I mean, another thing, too, I mean, I guess – Maybe it's a, a different terminology as well, but the way I'm looking at this is that the actual value of, you know, the personal player within our league, like, you know, for instance, if you're looking at someone, you know, let's say on defense, you know, J.P. Watt, you're talking, you know, Levante David, you know, these very, very strong players that, of course, they affect their team, but on average when it comes to points, they're easily going to be, you know, number one, number two, number three, number four. Uh, I'm more going according to that. So uh, going back to it with uh, so-and-so, of course, with A.J. Green, Russ, what do you say? Yeah, I like AJ Green. He's a good player. You yeah, I've uh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, he's gotta be in the conversation. All right, so I uh, got a couple more. We'll list on the honorable mentions, and I'll run through them a little bit quicker, and then we'll go ahead back to the top ten. Uh, so I have on here uh, Des Bryant. I didn't actually put him in my top ten. I have him as an honorable mention, but. Uh, he's coming off an injury year. I mean, he's definitely a prolific player, and he's definitely going to be a very, very strong one. You know, with Tony Romo coming back healthy, you have a Cecil Elliott that's going to be, you know, taking off pressure because he's definitely going to be running the ball a lot. Uh, so he's definitely going to have a pretty good season. But on average, and what he was averaging beforehand was about 1,300 yards with about 14 TDs, you know, each season prior. I mean, that's something that can very, very good, very capable, and I, I may even put him in the top 10. And he couldn't easily see what I'm putting him as, but I'm thinking he's right on the French top ten too as well. So, uh, what do you say there, Joe? Yeah, I can see that. Uh, honestly, uh, Des's value is, to me is more contributed whether Romo stays healthy. So, I could definitely see him be outside the top ten, especially if uh, Romo doesn't doesn't stay healthy. So, I mean, without without Romo, Des isn't Des. So, yeah, I totally agree with you there. Okay. What about you, Bronson? Oh, I agree. I don't. You guys, you guys got that one right on the money. All on point. <laughs> the dude abides. So uh, I got one more to mention, and uh, this one may be a little bit debatable, and I, I bet this one probably is going to be for you, Joe, because I think according to how you're viewing this a little bit differently, uh, I have Cam Newton. Uh, I believe that honestly, last year was a super year for him. I mean, for Superman. He did extremely well. He scored, I mean, the highest of any quarterback in the league. And if I remember correctly, I think he was actually second out of anyone in the league for points and offense. But with that being said, he did recently come off of losing his football. Yes, he is getting Calvin Belgium. That is going to be something that's going to be huge for him. It's going to help him out a lot. But I just don't think the momentum is going to be the same for Carolina this year. Uh, they're more of a Cinderella story to me. But, again, that that's just me. Uh, I'm putting him on, you know, from – I would still say at least on the fringe from 11 to 15 because he still has a lot of value. He's still a young quarterback with a lot of time to still definitely be a top five to top ten quarterback. I just don't think he exceeds what he did last year. Thoughts? Uh, yeah, I, I don't see how – honestly, I don't see how he could exceed what he did last year uh, just because when he throws the ball more, he's going to have more interceptions, so he's going to have more opportunities for negative points. So definitely, I mean, he still throws in, he still throws interceptions. He makes some bad decisions there. I still think he's going to be probably a top five, top five, top ten guy at the quarterback position itself. Just because I mean, he gets so many rushing touchdowns. But I could see what you're saying there. Like I said, I think the argument could be made either way. But I'm not going to you know hate on you for making that that call either. So, right. All right. And what about you, Johnson? Well, hey, when you when you make smart plays, you're going to play smart. And when you make bad plays, you're going to play bad. <laughs> okay, okay, Madden. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. So, all right, we'll go to the top ten. Number ten. 
I have Ezekiel Elliott, Cowboys. All right, so with this, I mean, he's definitely going to one of the best offensive lines we've seen in quite a bit of time on a team. I mean, there's someone that they're touting to be better than DeMarco Murray. He's going to play more downs than DeMarco Murray because he is a definite three-down back with his blocking potential as well. And DeMarco Murray in 2014 had 2,261 yards from scrimmage with 13 touchdowns. If, if he really exceeds that, I mean, he's definitely going to be better than what I'm putting him at right here. But he's unproven in the NFL. He's a rookie. I'm not going to put him any higher than 10. What, about, what do you guys think? Yeah, um, honestly, I think he falls just outside the top 10 for me for the simple fact that, again, when we talk about value, I guess maybe it's a little bit different. Uh, again, I'm talking, you know, if you could you replace him if, you know, something happened. That Dallas line can make, can make a star out of glass trash. So, Right. <laughs> I think he's I think he's a little bit easier to replace than some other people I would put in my top ten just because of that line. But I absolutely think he's gonna be a beast. But as far as value goes, I think he you know, I think you can replace him a little bit easier than you can some of the other people I'd put on my top ten. Right, right. Okay. And what say you, Bronson? You want my top ten pick? What are we? What are you asking me for here? What is your opinion on Ezekiel Elliott at number ten? Oh, I, I agree. So you agree at ten? Uh, that's a tough question. Uh, let me think. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree again. Okay. He's Mr. Agreeable tonight. Normally he doesn't agree this much. I don't know. I guess, uh, like in my uh, top ten, uh, I guess I should be doing reviews instead of, oh, Matthew Berry. I, I, uh, I, uh, yeah, you're, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag I agree. I'm going to put it on Facebook. All right. Okay. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, uh, so we're going to number nine. I have right above him, Le'Veon Bell. Definitely a very, ooh. very good player. Uh, I know, oh, ooh, ooh. Sounds like we have a differ there. Ooh. Oh, ooh. Uh, I mean, he's a powerful player, obviously. I mean, this, this is someone, he, he's a game-breaker, and he's been a game-breaker since he's even come to the game. It, it, it's something else when I was looking up some statistics about him. Even from the point he was a rookie, he had, I think it was 1,100 yards from the scrimmage. It was like 870 rushing, and that was touchdowns on top of it. And then from there, he's grown to where before he was hurt, let's see, it was season before, he had 2,218 yards from scrimmage with 11 touchdowns. I mean, he's a great great player. I mean, I'm putting him for me, myself. Uh, I got him ranked third out of running backs. And that's really saying something else, because the top two other running backs, it's still really close. But I'm putting him third. So, uh, I heard a new out of you, Bronson. I, w- I want to hear why. Oh, I was cooking some ramen and burnt my thumb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, we've got... You've got Le'Veon Bell at nine. Mm. Okay, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Hashtag I agree. Joe, what are your thoughts? Well, uh, again, like I said, I think ours is a little different. Um, I I think he should still be top ten or fringe top ten, but as far as a guy that is irreplaceable. I mean, we've seen what D'Angelo Williams did last year. He, you know, he put up ball in numbers. Um, so for me, he's a guy that you can plug somebody in, and he gets good. Again, gets really good points out of it. But when he's healthy, if he stays healthy, he's going to be a beast. But like I said, for me, when I say value is, I mean, he's going to score points, obviously. But if he wasn't wasn't there. D'Angelo Williams would would be putting up quite a bit of points too, so I, I seem to think he has a lot of value. But I mean, he's a guy that you can put a backup in and be okay. He's not like an Aaron Rodgers that if you lose Aaron Rodgers, or like you talked about Russell Wilson, you're not going to be able to replace him basically. Right. So. But I will say D'Angelo Williams is definitely no Le'Veon Bell. 
Well, he's not. I, I agree with you there. But at the same time, he can do. He can put in get similar similar points. But no, he's not Le'Veon Bell. You're right. I mean, Le'Veon Bell is. I wish I had Le'Veon Bell. I know that that other goofy guy on the phone with us has him, but I wouldn't mind having him myself. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so moving on. Number eight, Robert, the best tight end there is, Gronkowski. Now, this one, I mean, there's not much to say about him. I mean, he's a game-breaker for a tight end. He's a spot where there's very few tight ends that can come even close to the production that he comes to. I mean, he scored, uh, looks like, 320 points last year. Easily above him by far the number one tight end in the league, and he's going to be the number one tight end in the league for years to come. I mean, he's going to go down as, as tight end, you know, period. So why not have someone like that on your team? He, he's definitely someone that's really good. Would I rank him a little bit farther? I, I would, but I honestly just, when I look at these players, I mean, as close as they are, I just feel this is his place. So thoughts? What do you, what do you think, Joe? I'm going to start with you. Uh, I think he would be, for me, he could be just a little bit higher just because, again, he's not a guy that you you you, you can replace. And he gives you such an advantage at tight end. I mean, there's, like you said, there's, what, one, two other tight ends in the league that even come close to matching his production. I mean, he's, he is, he's, a, I mean, like we're talking about, he's the best tight end in the league. So, yeah, he's, his value is way up there for me just because he gives you such an advantage. Honestly, it's kind of like J.J. Watt at defensive end. I mean, right. position I generally doesn't, he just generally doesn't, you know, get you that many points. That's a position that generally doesn't get you that many points. So, I mean, he's, his value is way up there for me. Okay. And I absolutely get that for sure, too. Because, I mean, I, I thought about putting him higher as well just based on that sheer fact. But, again, they're all just really, really close for me. So, uh, that, that was just where I placed him. Awesome, what do you think? Well, you guys made a lot of really good points. I I can't disagree with anything, so I'm going to have to agree again. So. <laughs> a lot of good points, guys. You know, somehow I, sensed, I just sensed him agreeing. I don't know why. Number seven, Allen Robinson. Now, <laughs> I remember Bronson being extremely high on this guy oh, about, what, a year and a half, two years ago? Uh, that sounds about right. It was last year. I think it was somewhere around there. And I think he went like the fifth or sixth round. And look what happened. I mean, he blew up off the map. I mean, he definitely showed what he had. And it's really something else to see how much production he had with it. Uh, I mean, he had 384 points. That's 24 points on average per game. I mean, he's definitely the number one wide receiver in, like, one of the most lethal combos in the game right now at Jacksonville Jaguars with Bortles, Hearns, and Robinson, Allen and Allen. I mean, I, mean it's, I, thought, I thought he worked out pretty well for me. I ended up flipping him for Julio Jones, so, you know, I couldn't complain. Uh, I mean, it's definitely a good flip. But uh, as for seventh, what do you guys say on this one? I'll, I'll start with you, Bronson. I agree. <laughs> I don't even know if i got to say much to you for the rest of the night. Miss Captain Agreeable. All right, Joe Wright, what do you say? I think he'd probably be just a little bit lower just because they do have a, re- a really good receiving core down there. And uh, Jacksonville, I mean, behind him, Marquis, Marquis Lee, and I think they drafted even drafted another guy this year, if I remember correctly. So, I mean, they've, they have guys that can put up similar production, but without him it wouldn't be the same offense either. So I'd have him just a little bit lower, but he's still extremely valuable to that team. Okay. All right. And I, I mean, again, I know that all these are extremely close. So, I mean, I could definitely get your points on it, too. Number six. All right, I got Devonta Freeman, Atlanta running back. Powerful, powerful running back streak that he had. I mean, it, it was really something else to see. <laughs> so many people drop this running back, thinking Tim and Coleman's going to start over him just to watch him blow up. I mean, from week three to eight, he had, let's see, it's 944 yards collectively from rushing and receiving, and nine touchdowns during that span. That's more than, I think, all but maybe like five of our running backs this year. And that was within that time. I mean, it's really something else. But 
4.7 points for the entire year, uh, 25.5 on average. Uh, for the running backs, I mean, that's really an elite tier above and by far. And with running backs, it's really hard to get that much production out of them because that's another one that you have to be really careful about. You have to have a really good running back that you have to be, you know, pretty, I mean, well confident that they're not going to be hurt, you know, as often, hopefully, and that they're going to produce at that level. And, I mean, he has really been something else there. Now, what do you say there, Brunson? Uh, Devonta Freeman. Uh, I like him. He's good. Um, I don't know if I would have rated him that low. Probably would have put him higher. Uh, okay. Okay. So you probably would have put him higher than that, you said? Uh, that's such a tough question. I I guess I'll agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I know, again, it's like, it's like apples and apples. I mean, they all are just so close together, but it's just, I don't know. Uh, again, I think that's about really the point where it'd be. What do you think, Joe? Um, for him, he played absolutely out of his mind. Um, the only knock on him, though, is his level of health. I mean, he's he's valuable, but I just, just with his running style, I don't see him staying healthy. And he's been hurt the last couple of years, even though he's been a beast. I just don't see him staying healthy. And as as we all know in fantasy, if you can't stay healthy, I mean, who knows? If you get hurt, if he, you know, happened to get hurt close to playoff time, that could completely kill your fantasy team. Mm-hmm. So um, his health is a big question mark for me because actually in a redraft league uh, the year before I joined this, I actually picked him up a couple games and he got really good points. And then he got hurt again. So, and again, he got hurt last year. So, if he could stay healthy, he would be, value-wise, he'd be a top two or three guy. But health-wise, it just makes me worry about him. Right. I mean, he's still, of course, very valuable. But at the same time, I just worry about his health. I just don't think he can stay healthy for the full 16. I I just don't. So, that, that, to me, that's a knock on on his value. Okay. No, and I get that. I mean, it's something also that he's got to prove that last year wasn't just a fluke and that whole entire stretch wasn't just something that just happened magically. So, well, All I mean, right, we'll go. Jeremy Hill did the same thing the year before, just as an example. Exactly, yeah, exactly. And we we all see what happened to Jeremy Hill. And he got passed around so much for, I mean, next to nothing, it seemed like. But, all right, we'll go to number five. Number five, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, now, He's definitely going to be really, really good this year, I think, with Rock Osweiler. I mean, he's had next to no one really throwing to him. I mean, Brian Hoyer, uh, I can't even think of any other quarterbacks off the top of my head other than him, really, that he was the only one that I can think of that's even anywhere near fantasy relevant. But, well, yeah, I mean, he had Ryan Mallett. But, <laughs> but <laughs> Ryan Mallett. Ooh, Ryan Mallett. <laughs> yeah. But, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, he had uh, 423 points. Uh, he had 26.5 on average. He had seven games over 30. So definitely a very consistent player. I mean, someone that's really, really good to have on your team. And he's definitely a top-tier elite wide receiver. I put him at fifth uh, because I don't have him better than three others on the list, uh, which we'll get to. But uh, I do have him here at this point. Uh, thoughts, I'll start with you, Joe. Uh, I've got DeAndre uh, Hopkins pretty high. Uh, because again, like I said, my, for him, just for him, he's a, a top three guy. He's a top three receiver, and he's still improving. That's the, that's the insane part about him is he's still getting better. And having all the ball thrown to him helps him quite a bit. So I've got him up, up a little bit higher just because, again, like I said, my view is a little bit different. If DeAndre Hopkins was out, I don't think anybody's rushing to start Brock Osweiler. Just as an example, I think his value affects other people's fantasy value as well. Right. So, what are we talking about? <laughs> uh, just a good Who's that? This is uh, the gold standard, the Riverboat Lawn, formerly known oh. as the uh, Art of Times. We have Riverboat Lawn on Riverboat deck lawn. right now. Riverboat Lawn? Hi, Riverboat Lawn. 
how's it going? I'm just stuck in traffic, you know, uh, I'm hauling logs in this Kenmore and a manure splitter jackknife on the Santa Ana. It's a god-awful mess over here. Oh, you know, man. You know, it's funny. Last time you were on the show, you had a completely different voice. Uh, it, might cool. just be, it might just be because I'm on my cell phone. Hashtag Big Eight. Big Eight. Are you, um, yeah, are you, are you enjoying yourself? Long, uh, I'm, just, enjoying uh, yourself? I'm just in my car watching some videos of Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. You know, they've, they've really kind of come around these last couple of games. I'm starting to be a believer. So um, was the, the coming around part what you were focusing on? Um, well, I'm definitely not focusing on hot hot milfs, if that's what you're asking. I agree. <laughs> Wait, is, is that hot milf seven? Is that hot milf seven? Uh, this, this is, uh, well, I, I, I have to get it on, on a mobile if I were to be getting it, you know. So it's not actually, it's just uh, whatever's free. <laughs> oh man! All right, so uh, we'll go ahead and lead back to it. Uh, all right, Bronson, what do you think on uh, DeAndre Hopkins for number five? Ooh. Ah. that's <sighs> a tough one. Uh, five? I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there we go. Moving on, number four. I have Todd Gurley running back for the St. Louis Rams. This guy's explosive. I mean, this is someone that's going to be a top elite talent in the league. I mean, everyone can recognize it already. The only thing that really worried that, you know, in my eyes, is really just the injury history of what possibly could happen. But, I mean, we've seen what he can do already. I mean, his first four games, just coming onto the field, coming out there, uh, he had, let's see. Hey, 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 Frickers, this is the champ. Justin Von Cook, when I call, you guys stop talking, and you listen to what I have to say. <laughs> now, listen. I know you guys listen. Shut your mouth, and you listen to me. I'm the champ. I know you guys did a segment earlier where you were trying to call me out for not being around. Listen. Are you listening? You need to be listening right now. Hi, champ. The champ is here. Listen, as much as, as much as everybody's been trying to say all these things about me being gone, well, I've got to tell you right now, it's true. Casper, Casper has proved that I'm a chicken, and he is the rightful, the rightful champion. I disgrace the league. No, That's I don't want to believe it, it. I don't want to believe it. Whoa. Don't, don't give up, JBC. Don't do Shut it. Your mouth. I'm still talking. I'm still talking, prickers. <laughs> Listen, the flame rose and then it went out because we all know my championship game was a fluke. Was a fluke. And had Bronson, had Bronson beaten Joe Wright as he should have, I would have lost. He's the rightful champ. But then, then Casper comes along and he humiliates me. But I'm here now to tell you. I am leaving the league. I made my promise. I told Casper if he can take the belt from me that I would leave. That's why you haven't heard anything from me. I'm taking the belt, and I'm leaving no. the league. No, don't do it. Don't, don't I am. leave. Yeah. That, sounds like, that sounds like a good idea. I left, I left uh, Bronson's division because I couldn't win, so uh, I understand. <laughs> I <Listen>. agree. <laughs> <laughs> Casper has made a mockery of the entire Cook family. And I can't argue with him anymore. We're all just a bunch of piss ants. <laughs> and we deserve, we deserve to be burned at the stake right in the middle of Farragut High School football field. <laughs> Listen, I wish the gentleman's club well. Don't, I hope Casper... Don't go. Casper Burns. Don't go. Damn you, Casper. Damn you. (laughs) 
Come back, JBC. Come back. Don't go. Guys, did, did, did we lose the plane? Um. <laughs> so, and and, and, and uh, Riverboat Juan even took the time away from his jerking to address JVC and also how he left your division, Bronson. Well, guys, you know, I try and be friendly. I try and keep things friendly. And, and you know, we're all, we're all just here to have fun. And, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes people just can't handle how how nice of a guy and how swell I am. And sometimes they, they I don't know, guys, I just, I love everyone. And I agree. I agree. So do you agree with everything JVC said and what Riverboat Lawn said? You guys have been asking a lot of tough questions tonight. I don't know. We'll come back to that one later. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was interesting, to say the least. So that's uh, hashtag winning time to CBC. I I guess um, he's walked, gone. We'll have to go ahead and find another person, it sounds like. Anyways, we'll go back. Guys, I I posted the song for for JVC on the the Gentleman's Club Facebook page. Um, you know, I, I posted a uh, candle in the wind for him by Elton John, and you know, he said the flame had went out, and so in his honor, I posted candle in the wind for him. Seems to me you've lived your life like a candle in the wind. So, uh, you know, for, before you go to bed tonight, I just take a moment to listen to uh, Justin's song, you know, and think of him. Hey, uh, guys, it seems like uh, we've got uh, Michael Barkley on the line. Hey, guys. Hey, how's it going? I was uh, was just having sex with a lot of girls. That's what I was doing. I was having sex. Barkley, you're on. (laughs) Yep. I don't have time for you guys anymore. I've been having sex. Lots of it. I agree. Well, I agree. I also want to let you guys know that while I was having sex, I made a bad trade. Oh, and, we didn't uh, have to vote on it? Listen, I, I'm tired of you pansies always overturning my bad trades. I'm sorry, I want, I'm I want sorry. three kickers. I want three kickers for Alshon Jeffrey. And, uh, and, I, and, I found them, and Dwayne Cook offered to give it to me. Dwayne Cook? Yeah. And I'm going to guess he's also going to argue how it's not a bad trade. Oh, of course he thinks it's a good trade. He actually thinks I'm trade raping him. I threw in that third kicker, and uh, and I said, I'm, I'm sorry, i got to leave to go have more sex. But he agreed to it. So don't you, don't you guys go overturning my trade. Okay, we will. All right. I just wanted to make sure you guys knew that. I trade deadline has passed, so we have to overturn your trade. I'm gonna go have some more sex now and talk to talk to Dwayne Christian. I've got an offer for you later for Alshon Jeffrey for uh, I, your for your fifth and sixth round pick. We'll talk later. Hi, <laughs> Mark. I'll talk later. We'll talk later. <laughs> wow, what a guy, guys! What, what a show. Tenth episode. This week we're getting everybody. Uh, where are we? Everything. It is amazing. Uh, wow, guys. So, I, where where were we on this list? Well, Christian, <laughs> did you just ask me who my who my tenth person was on my list? Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles, number ten. There you go. What Darren Sproles? What a fast guy. He's just so fast and electric. I just like watching him run. He is pretty quick, I will say. See, I went ahead, dropped the mic, but wasn't able to pick him back up. Shoot, it sucks. But oh well, he'll be all right. You, you, but you know, you made a tough decision. It, it was who can say? It may have been the right decision at the time. I, I can't fault you for that. Yeah. So, uh, are, are you agreeing? Oh. 
disguised questions. That's so... I guess I agree. Uh, listen, my number nine, Zach Ertz. Well, what an amazing tight end. He, he's got all the tools necessary to be successful. I mean, just what a heck of a player. Uh, he's my number nine. I, I just think the world of Zach Ertz. Hey, I thought my, my, my close calls was actually Tyler Lockett and Jeremy Macklin. Close calls. I mean, they didn't quite make top ten, but wow, what what phenomenal football players! You know, they're they're so good that I would consider uh, trading hey guys, them for guys, one top guy. Just kind of throw that out there, and just I just want one top guy for him, and he's not even really a top guy, but I'll take him just because you know, because it's hey guys, hey, awesome. hey. hey, 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 is that, is that, from, hey, is that from, hey, from it's the Froggy trimmer. from the Little Rascals. Yeah, I played the voice of Frog and Little Rascals. <laughs> I, I always, I always told those little girls to stay away, or I pull out my lizard. <laughs> oh, Froggy, you were always my favorite Little Rascals. A lot, of people, a lot of people like Spanky, but I like Froggy. I'm sorry for always calling out my brother. My brother <laughs> has left the league, and he has shamed the Cook family. But it's okay because my dad's still here and he has 23 years of experience, so I trust him. I believe in him. It's hard not to trust someone with that much experience. I know, right? That's what I said. Hey, guys, do you want to see my lizard? Oh, have you been hanging out with Riverboat One? Put that thing away. <laughs> what? I can't help it. I can't help it, guys. What is this, Wizard Gate? Sometimes when girls come up and, and they try to give me cooties, I have to show them my lizard. I agree. <laughs> Did you guys know that, that I went to Farragut High School and and I was really good at soccer at one time in my life before I got fat and bald? Not fat and bald. No. No. It's true. It's, it's true. I know I sound like butthead. But I'm actually more like Frog. It's true. Well, hey, listen, you can listen. Hey, don't don't you guys be picking on my dad. He's good at what he does. Oh, we would never dream of it. Never. Twenty three oh, years. Absolutely not. We would not do that. The only person who could possibly beat him is Casper, and I'm not acknowledging him right now because he made a, a mockery of my entire family. Oh. I, I agree. <laughs> you better agree, McNellis. <laughs> I just want to let you guys know that, that we've kicked Cook out of we've kicked Justin out of the family. Oh, I would too. <laughs> he he has ashamed all of us. He's brought dishonor to this family and we, we were once a proud little tribe of ants. But he's just a maggot. And we don't like him anymore. All hail Dwayne Cook. <laughs> well, well, <that> was <laughs> well, I mean, I, I guess we, I guess Trevor has has now left. Uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump back in here. Uh, you know, I, I just listed Zach Ertz. My number eight was Austin Safari and Jenkins. I know we risky. Two tight ends in a row. Hey, whoa, talent. What talented tight end, guys? Yeah, you know, I would I think I would trade about that guy. That's what I would do. I, I would trade him for a much older tight end. Just throw that out there. I would trade him for a much older guy. That's what I'd but do. listen, I think he caught about 12 passes last year. This year, I think that may go up to like 13 or 14. <clears throat> Uh, I think with uh, if he stayed healthy, he might have been a shade better. Just saying. Uh, hey, hey, I don't know. After Austin Safarian Jenkins, I've got Eddie Lacy. Now I know he's got a. I, I know he's had a hard, hard uh, knock on it on him since uh, you know we labeled him as the two-handed poop dragon a few uh, shows ago. But I really think he's going to bounce back. I think he's going to shed the poop off. Mm-hmm. Him. And run for about 
seven, eight hundred yards. This is the year of Eddie Lacy. Well, he's he's already shedded about uh, twenty or thirty pounds of poop. Actually, I mean, I've seen pictures. Oh wow! Wow. Like he's already shedded a lot of poop. So that is sensational news. I feel really good about my pick now. After him, I've got Amir Abdullah. Just because his name is fun to say, Amir Abdullah. <laughs> I mean, with Kelvin Johnson gone, he's got to be better, right? You got to try it. Each of you guys. Come on, just say it. Amir Abdullah. Amir Abdullah. See? So fun. Uh, After that, I've got Gary Barnage. Three tight ends on my list. Can you beat it? Not with a stick. Gary Barnage. I mean, I I know some people have, have advised against him. I mean, they said that, you know, RG3 doesn't really utilize his tight end, but I really feel great about Gary Barnage. Uh, after that, I've got Keenan Allen, wide receiver. What what a pair of hands that guy has. He's got hands that even Donald Trump would be jealous of. Am I right? <laughs> uh, uh, you guys are a great crowd. After that, John Lewis. Hey, guys. Hey, what are we talking about? It's Dwayne. Dwayne! How the heck are you? Hey, I, I heard you talking about Keenan Allen, and uh, and I don't know if you guys know this, but I drafted him when he was a rookie for my Dynasty League. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. You make excellent moves one after the other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I've been I've been doing this for, like, like 75 years. And I'm only 35. Wow. One day I Actually, hope I'm closer to, like, 50. You. I'm closer to like 50, but but I've been doing this for a long time. And and guys, Keenan Allen, he's been up and down, but he's going to be good this year. I agree. <laughs> listen, listen to my experience. My experience knows things. Listen, I don't, I don't understand why so many people love Bronson. Why, why do you, why do you guys love Bronson so much? Everybody makes dumb trades with him. I agree. They do. <laughs> well, I would never make a dumb trade with him. I'm too smart. He'll never outsmart me. You give me six years, and I'll have a championship team. And by championship, I mean consolation championship. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, what do you guys think about Doriel Green Beckham Jr.? That's what he is, a junior, isn't he? I don't remember. Doriel Green Beckham. Oh, and that's Odell Beckham. Ha, I got him mixed up. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> oh, gee. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I hear. That's a well, tough question. Doriel Green Beckham is going to go off for 2,000 yards and 56 touchdowns this year. It's true. Just I agree. I love that guy. I love that I guy. I agree. But listen, I'll tell you who's going to tank. It's that Jay Ajayi guy. He's going to do nothing. Oh. Nothing whatsoever. What a, what a loser a that guy is. Bronson totally trade-raped that guy. He did. I, I, don't did. Even know who I agree. <laughs> well, of course you do, Bronson. I, hey, hey, listen, you guys need to quit, pick, quit picking on my children, okay? We'll try. Justin has already brought too much shame to the Cook family, and now he's shaming us publicly. Listen, we don't appreciate you guys, and we don't appreciate this Casper fella. I apologize. I apologize. He's just been the worst. He's just been the worst. On behalf of the league and Casper and myself and even Christian and his fat mouth, I apologize. Well, well, <laughs> apology accepted, and we'll move on. But I, w- I want you to know this, w- this would never happen in my other league. Never, oh. ever, ever. Well, you know, we're, we're a young league. We don't have that 23 years. So we're, we're really trying, though. Well, maybe one day you'll get on get on our, our other league's level. Once hey, Dwayne. Hey, Dwayne, uh, real quick. I've won that championship in the other league at least twice out of the 23 years, okay? Wow. Wow. I know what I'm talking about. That's, so whenever that's, I talk, you guys need to that is super change everything and do what I say. Now, now Dwayne, uh, we're doing a top 10 offensive list, and, and I'm almost through with my list. Uh, Next guy on my list is Dion Lewis. Uh, what what do you think about Dion Lewis? I love that guy. Dion Lewis, 
he's a future Hall of Famer for sure. Just watch. He's oh. second. He's second right after Ezekiel Elliott, and I can't wait I to agree. get him. And then the only other person who might compete with him for for future Hall of Fame ballot is Derrick Henry. That guy's good. You'll see. Listen, I appreciate you guys bringing me on. Twenty three years. Don't forget it. We will never. How could we? The the North remembers. All right, guys. So real quick, I'm going to wrap up my top ten. Number two, Ben Roethlisberger. That guy could throw a football. <laughs> and number one is Sammy Watkins. That's my top ten. I agree with everything else you guys say. <laughs> uh, here, uh, Sammy Watkins is worth two, not one, but two top guys. What I, I agree. I agree. I think that was a smart trade. We, we well, love you. Well, then. <laughs> I see. I hear it. I hear it. And I know I'm going to hear it for quite a bit of time, for sure, all these trades that's been made. But hashtag, I don't agree. <laughs> right. Well, I feel like it's been a... Uh, and that that's been quite hijacked, so to speak. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go in the middle. Uh, hashtag that sub sound. Right, here's something I want you to know that Fred. Uh, you know that Terry Sullivan actually doesn't use a coffee maker. He puts the coffee beans in his mouth and then boils them with rage. Who does? Uh, that's so Salmon. <laughs> okay. I thought that was when you got to like MDS level three. That's what I thought. Okay, okay. we we need to get in. Uh, we need to get a. Uh, Gee, Joe, I hate to put you on a time crunch, man, but we need to hear your top ten now. Oh, well, um, no particular order. I'll just kind of rattle off some names. Uh, I've got A.J. Green, Julio Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, Todd Gurley, uh, Gronk, of course, Russell Wilson. That's probably not ten, but that's that's enough. We'll get go through the time crunch and just do it that way. I agree. That was a good list. There you go. <laughs> hey guys, what's what's going on? Hey, it's Edwards. What's up, man? Not what's Edwards. I, what, what's, I totally recognize your accent. What's up, man? What's going on, man? What? Just hanging out here in the lounge. Tenth episode. Tenth episode. Tenth episode, man. <laughs> it's it's such a good time to be here, man. Yeah. What are you, what are you guys talking about? Oh. Uh, Good question. Did you guys about some you guys talk actually. about your top ten players? Yeah. Yeah, we just did, did top ten dude, offense. Dude, tell me you put Doug Martin in there. Tell me. Uh, you know, <laughs> he he was right on the cusp for me. I mean, he almost made my list. What? Man, no. No, dude. Him and Cam Newton, top two, easy. <laughs> easy, now man. Make, I'm telling you. Now you make me feel bad about my list. Well, you should, man. I'm telling you, Cam Newton, MVP for a reason, man. Panthers are the best. Listen, Luke Keekley, I I'm not gonna lie, I have a man crush on him. Would you put him in your top ten defensive players list? I'd put him in my top three, man. Wow. Wow. Uh my top three was actually Paul Warlow. Dequell Jackson, Gerald Hodges. You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say I had Honey Badger on there at four. It's not a bad list, man, but I'm telling you, Keekly belongs up there. I I agree. I didn't think about him, man. In the game. Hey, hey, listen. I make good trades. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. What do you, What do you guys think? Do you think I make good trades? Um. Thank you for Kelvin Benjamin. Well, you're welcome because he's not going to do that much this year. They're going to be running the ball a lot more. So, Jonathan Stewart's going to blow up. I'm telling you. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Stewart is 35. You can have Kelvin because it makes my team better. All right. My team is unstoppable. I like where I'm at. 
I just want you guys to know that. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I love you guys. Go Panthers. We love you. Hey, thanks for hey, stopping hey, by the lounge. Hey, we have one more thing. Hashtag it's fappening. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy that Matt Edwards stopping by the lounge. And this is his anniversary night. What a rebel. Well, I wonder if we'll have any more special guests coming in. It would be truly a surprise. (laughs) Truly, truly a surprise. I would never expect such things. Just saying. Never. So, so Christian, where are we on the show? Well... (laughs) I've already went through my top ten offense and gave you my top five defense. I feel like my job here is done. I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to run through it from here on out. I'm, we're we're going to make it quick here. Top three left on offense. I have Odell Beckham Jr. third, Julio Jones second, and Sonia Brown first. There you go. Let's go defense. I agree. Defense. That's a good <laughs> list. I okay. also agree. That is a good list. You know, I feel a little bad. I had two of the guys in your top three. Uh, you know, sometimes I feel like I should trade off my players to make things a little bit more fair for everyone. I don't know. It's just such a tough question for me. See, I'm going to be up all night thinking about that one. <laughs> I'm not quite sure you're going to be thinking as hard as you say you are. <laughs> uh, Well, I don't know. Well... But I'm very open for trades. (laughs) Oh, we know you're open for trades. We know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we've we've seen these trades. We've turned down these trades. We get it. Uh, But Christian, was was there anything else you wanted to go over tonight? (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, a little bit left. I mean, I guess for the most part, we've already run through everything. Defense, I'm just going to run through it. 1 through 10. Number uh, 10. 1 through 10. Uh, Hold on, guys. Buckle yourself up. Buckle it up. Buckle it up. Are you ready for this? Dude, All right. Have fun. Defense, because, yeah, we're. DS level? Guys, Number I'm buckled 10. up. I'm ready. Buckle <laughs> Number 10. Nicole Jackson. Oh. <laughs> Wow. The anticipation, you can cut it with a butter knife. There you go. Nicole Jackson, number 10. I think he's worthy of it. I do. I had I, I had Jada Von Clowning at 10. <laughs> very worthy. What are your thoughts, Joe? What do you think? Does any of you on Clowning, do you think he'd be higher? Um, actually, I'm going to go with J.J. Watt, this saying. At 10? No, he's at 1, but at 10... Oh. I mean, I'm just throwing out because he's on the same team. And I think I'll just go ahead and get all our number one defenses out of the way and say J.J. Watt. Okay. I I agree with that one. Wow, what a player. That guy can hit. (laughs) All right, we'll start from the top ten and go down. Number two, Navarro Bowman. Uh, I think uh, I think he's going to be, I mean, he's already proven that he's good. I mean, he performs at an extremely high level, and he's going to for quite a bit of time. He was the number one linebacker last year. He's worth number two in my eyes. Yeah, he's very good. I'm, I can't really argue too much with him there. He's, he's very good. What's going on, fellas? Oh, who is this? This is the interim champ, the one and only. Stephen A. Casper. We got Stephen A. Casper on the line. Listen, Bronson, be quiet. You've been a terrible, terrible co-host. Christian, um, how do you put up with this guy? I agree. <laughs> I agree. Christian, how do you put up with this guy? Literally, seriously, I, I don't understand. He, all he's done all night has agreed and not given any input whatsoever. Well, we can uh, we we can definitely trade him off, and we'll we'll, we'll uh, try yet and see how it works for right now. There you go. Well, listen, I just wanted to call in real fast and uh, say I really enjoyed the show tonight, at least 
the part where uh, where Christian and Joe talk, and uh, and I've enjoyed all the all the guest guest callers, but um, I wanted to make sure that the league was uh, was just properly acknowledged with with all of the all the videos that I've posted lately. You know, I, I what about the one I posted? Well, it was it was decent, but I'm the one who single handedly ran off Justin Cook. I mean, I he, he challenged me to come take away the belt, and he would leave the league. So I took the belt. And have you guys heard of Pete from the guy since? No. You know, and and the guy, I mean, really, he, he, he didn't stop talking smack for, I mean, every single day it was something new. He talked trash every day. But, um, you know, single-handedly, all it took was me stealing the belt right from underneath his nose, and now he's gone. So I think we need to ha- start having a discussion over who we're going to have to replace him. Uh, I have a few guys in mind. I don't know if you guys do, um, but I just wanted to say you're welcome to the Gentlemen's Club Fantasy Football League. We have uh, we've gotten rid of one cook, only two two left to go. Uh, you guys heard them earlier on the show, and as you can tell, they're uh, they're pretty pretty awful. They're just terrible terrible human beings, and they shouldn't even be considered gentlemen in any way, state, or form. Um, so. You know, I just slowly but surely, guys, I just want you to know that I'm working on getting rid of the cooks. Uh, so so stay with me. And, you know, one down, two to go. It's going to be a good season. The interim champ will be ready to uh, to take take care of the other two. Good luck with the show, Christian. It's been great. I hope you never have to deal with Bronson ever again. He has he, – honestly, he's kind of been embarrassing tonight, and I'm, I, I want to apologize on his behalf. I agree. Yep. <laughs> Interim champ out. Back after. Well, I thought the show was going to end on a good note tonight, guys. But uh, I found out I just had let the show down. <laughs> Gosh, Bronson. Gosh. I know. I know. <laughs> One of that. But you know what he also knows? Um, when he hears that hotline bling, that can only mean one thing. Yeah, don't try and cheer me up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's definitely been an enjoyable night, I will say, for each of us. I wonder, uh, I mean, how many people on the list will we have show up tonight? It seems like we've almost had the group, but we still have a few, I think. Well, you know, it's the 10th episode. You know, it is a lot of special. It is very important. You know, I mean, it's it's very important. It is. Thanks for putting up with my horse shit tonight. Didn't bring my A game, and I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if if you brought your B game, we would understand. So it's okay. Well, I I don't know. My head's been up my ass this week. You know, had a lot of had a lot of shit going on. So I apologize, and to everyone that's listening, I'm well, sorry. What kind of shit, Bronson? I, I, left the, I left the gentleman's club, the whole lounge down. I, I don't just deserve to, to host this show. <laughs> no, don't go, Bronson. We love you. It's okay. It's the gentleman's lounge. <laughs> I'm such an asshole. <laughs> just just cried out. Go on without me. Just just cry it out, Bronson. It's okay. Okay. We're here for you. It's all right. Just cry it out. Thank you. <laughs> I haven't cried this hard since I lost the playoffs. Laugh so hard for you. I am so sorry, Rossi. Well, it looks like we have time. Well, We'll drag you along 
You can still be the host. You you can still you got this. You got this. I can still be the host. You can still be the host. Thank you. It's all I have left. Come on, come on. Do, do the dance that you're doing from the video. It'll make you feel better. Okay. Exactly. Okay. You're right. It'll make me feel better. Uh, so, uh, everyone out there, thanks for listening to the 10th episode of the, the Gentleman's Lounge. And uh, uh, as always, everyone, don't settle for a cupcake when you can build a dynasty. Good night. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.